0: This is Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zeffert, only on 101.9 High fm
1: One of the CANS, or Community Action Networks, that sprung up at the start of the COVID-19 lockdown is the Facilia Orange Farm one. It is run by Renee Gravitsky and Lauren Nussel, who join me now to tell me more about it. Renee and Lauren, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having us. Is it very difficult to start up a CAN?
2: Well, actually, no, um, because... Um, the angel network has set up um, a whole structure where us as individuals can register, a can, and basically get going. So you don't have the bureaucracy and the politics of being involved in an organization and going to meetings and things, but they're there to support us and to assist us where, where necessary. I don't know, Lauren, do you want to add anything there?
0: So the concept of a CAN, a community action network, was originally established by David Makura, the premier of Khao Teng. But as you know, the angel network um, is on top of things and they step in wherever they can. So they stepped in, teamed up, and they then made this CAN concept very accessible particularly to people in the Jewish community who can easily register a can in their area. They then get assigned specific people who require food parcels in specific areas. For instance, the can set up by Rene and myself was originally allocated 75 families in Orange Farm, majority of which have members with disabilities.
1: You, the two of you came together to set up a can, but it's obviously more than you. How did it work in terms of neighborhoods coming together or people? Who are your supporters and how did you rally them?
2: Basically, we used our networks and our neighbors. And for example, in the early stages, my neighbor Janice was involved and other people just sort of pulled in to, um, to spread the word and to drop off food parcels and things like that. And also we did it through the, through our, through our other networks.
0: Yeah. So social media is obviously vital. The most important thing is to design a logo and to send it to as many people as you can and to be as creative as possible. Now, for an example is because we have 75 people and my husband was in the class of 75 at King David, he used that as a means To reach those people, the majority of which are living overseas now, and it appealed to them because in dollars or pounds, um, this was very little money, and we used that on one round to raise quite a substantial sum. You've got to keep moving forward because people have donor fatigue, they have lockdown fatigue and they have financial constraints. So you've got to keep being very creative about how you raise your money and use social media and also thank people on social media so that they do feel acknowledged and so that they see photographs of where the money and where the parcels are going to.
1: You spoke about Orange Farm and disabled communities. So obviously the need is, is ongoing, Lauren, and you spoke about the, the constraints that people face.
2: Do you ever feel a sense of panic that you're not going to be able to see this through? Lauren and I constantly, we, we constantly go on about how we're gonna, how we're gonna keep doing food parcels for people because the lockdown is continuing and as we all know, the economic situation of our country is, is, is pretty, um, dismal and, um, and thousand million, if you look at a, um, at a community like Orange Farm, most of the people who live there are in, in four, and it's questionable to what extent it will become revitalized again. So we we absolutely panic about how we're going to keep going and it's not only in Orange Farm, we also support family Alex and and the need
0: is just absolutely ongoing. I must say that the Angel Network is unbelievable. They keep coming up with new initiatives. So their latest initiative are soup packs, which you buy the ingredients from them for a very, very low price, you pack it into plastic bags and you add um, a packet of Norse soup. And if that is put together with some rice or potatoes, it provides very, very hearty meals for people. Um, One learner, Ricky Waxman, started an initiative for our CAN where she challenged people to make soup packs and I now have soup packs arriving at my front door all the time I don't even know who they are from and we add that to our uh, monthly packs and for low cost people can become involved by contacting the Angel Network and buying these soup packs Renee
1: I've read something that you have written that will hopefully be published soon But what struck me is the emotional attachment you get towards your community that you're supporting.
2: It's inevitable. You know, we we are privileged because we're sitting in our homes and we have electricity on and off. But, for example, people in Orange Farm haven't had electricity for a month because people don't pay their electricity. So there's no incentive for ESCOM to fix up the problem. So of course, in our position, we're looking at people in in vulnerable communities, and of course, one one gets emotional about it. I mean, it's it's inevitable, and and that's happened in terms of the period of COVID nineteen. Is that what it what it highlights is those people who so it it shows up those who actually want to contribute to the broader community and don't. And, and that's why, as Lauren has said, I mean, the angel N- network has just been. Applicable.
1: Well, I, I, have, I speak to Lynn quite often because of the Jewish board are working together with them and um, donating funds. And they, she, Lynn speaks extremely highly of both Lauren and Brené and your can. So uh, well done to you for that. Um, what would you like from the community?
0: So I would like the community to be as creative as possible in finding small amounts to contribute to these cans. Not only our can. um, My neighbor has a can. She supports the families of the mitzvah school in Alex. Um, there, There are a lot of cans, and it doesn't matter which can you attach yourself to, but there are ways and means of doing it. Perhaps say to yourself, well, I used to drink. 20 cappuccinos a month. Now that I don't go out so much, I drink 10 cappuccinos a month. Maybe I can use that excess money to donate to a can, to try to find ways of donating that won't hurt you because we, everybody is hurting financially and we don't want to hurt people. But we just want people to try and find small sums of money to help. And obviously, we'd also like to reach out to big business, if big business and big food suppliers could help us that would obviously be of enormous, uh, assistance.
2: Can I just step in there? Actually, um, we, um, a big business has stepped in. For example, the food parcels that are being packed now to go off to Orange Farm this afternoon, that has been, the, the money has been donated by Long for Life. So there are organisations that have stepped in and, and that is, that is absolutely amazing.
1: In our last remaining time, um, Renee and Lauren, if anybody would like to contribute
0: to your CAN, what should they do? CAN make a contribution through the Angel Network. If they go onto the Angel Network website, they will see the banking details, and they need to specifically say that the, in their reference, um, Orange Farm. Otherwise, the donation goes into a general pot. But if they'd like to specifically donate to us, the reference must be Orange Farm.
1: Ladies, keep up the incredible work. You know, I'm always struck by something that Mark Labner said to me in an interview that we had right at the beginning of the lockdown. And he said to me, everybody in the poorer communities share their wanton of cultures with everybody else there, you know. And that kind of generosity struck me that those who don't have give and those who have need to give. A little bit more. So we encourage everybody to do whatever they can and well done to the two of you for your initiative and I wish you strength going forward. Adios. Thanks so much. Pleasure.